Hey, what's up? It's Wednesday already. Kyle's still in Chicago. He's just keeping it warm over there. He's coming home, though. Today, we're going to talk about GM hiring Apple. Yes, Toyota kind of giving a little flex and uh, an employee-only hotel that we totally need to figure out how we're going to visit this. (laughs) I thought you were going to be like, we totally need to figure out how to have an Sodu-only like hub. (laughs) You know know what's funny? Hub hotel. That as... As we're streaming the show, a notification just popped up over my B-cam window, and it said, Lori Lightfoot declares emergency, and then that's all I saw. And you're in Chicago right now, so I don't know. Look out your windows or something. <laughs> it's beautiful out there. <laughs> I probably, I don't... I'm pretty sure it really depends on where you are in Chicago, <laughs> whether or not there's an emergency. I don't know. Maybe we'll get off and we'll look up the news and be like, oh, that's what's up. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Uh, how's your time been in Chicago? You've been with a lot of dealers, a lot of operations folks. Um, yes. At, at oh, the Kane 20 Group event. Give us the a Kane 20 Group. And, and, and these these people are, well, one, you know, any people in like the internet BDC marketing arena are just people after my own heart. And I care and love for their 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 joy and their plight all at the same time. <laughs> the plight is the best Let word. me just encourage, if you are an owner, a general manager, um, a dealer principal, any of those titles, and you have someone in the marketing arena or a team, a marketing staff, the chances are they feel overwhelmed by the number of tasks and the number of things that they have to do on a daily basis. And they, and they feel like basically everything is thrown on them that doesn't have to do with sales or service. And that's like, it's just a, it's just a thing that happens because of like the type of persona, the type of type of task manager, the capacity to, to deal with things in the digital ecosystem. And so just know like, how, how you approach that, how you think about that on a day-to-day basis is is really important to making sure that your brand still has the ability to carry itself forward because these people are crucial to your success. And thinking about that and understanding that, I guarantee you will provide like infinite return um, if you're thinking about how to care for those people in their job role. Well, so, there you go. No, which, which, you, the which you needed to know that you didn't know you needed to know. Right from, there the, it is. Right from the ground. Because you know, it does kind of happen that when we kind of get in these closed rooms, it, it turns into a therapy session pretty quickly. So, Every time. Um, you know, speaking of therapy sessions, hey. I don't know if we're going to do that, but um, we're going to be at the Reuters Automotive Retail event next week. Yes, the Reuters. Yes, the Asoto. We got a bunch of stuff. Kyle and I are moderating several panels. Our buddy Steve Greenfield is emceeing the event, and we are launching a new podcast in collaboration with Reuters called Amplify. And our workshop session that that they gave us, uh, they pretty much were like, "You can do what you want." So, the title is do that. the title is what dealers wish their OEEM do. Speaking of therapy oh. sessions, so listen, oh. if you're a dealer out there, and this the intention of this is not to have um, a gripe session. The intention of no. this no. is to bring together the two sides of the industry. The OEMs are thinking over the horizon, all these you know one set of problems and challenges. The dealers have another set of problems and challenges that are right in their face every day as consumers walk in and out. There's a gap between the two. Consumers yep. are in the middle of this gap. And we're trying to bring both sides closer together. So if you're a dealer out there, or you work for a dealership, and there's some things you'd love to communicate to the OEM in a positive, productive way, please send them through to us. Uh, Send your comments through. You can just uh, email us. You can send them through DMs. We will get it. 
Um, and we might include some of these in the presentation or in the workshop discussion. So that is next week. If you're going to be in Vegas, uh, good morning to you, Shelly. It's good to see you. Um, and we have a lot of other things going on. We have our premiere of More Than Cars, the TV show. The pilot episode is uh, less than two weeks from now. I'm so excited. More to Than see, Cars. To see, TV. Like, more people see that. Actually, everyone here in Chicago, there's a good swath of them that kind of knew what we were doing. And they're like, I can't wait for that. Yes. I cannot wait for that. We're going to bring our teams together. Yes. So. Yeah, make sure you do that. Make sure you put that on your calendar. Absolutely. And uh, I think that's enough for today. That's Let's enough. get into Let's some get into news. It. Let's get some news. That's so it. what do you do when you cut Apple CarPlay from your future EV models? You know who we're talking about. What do you do when you do that? Well, and you get some flack for it. Do you reverse course? No. You go, you go and you hire an Apple executive. GM has done oh, just that <laughs> by recruiting Mike Abbott, a key software executive at Apple. Uh, he's got a strong record leading software project at a couple major tech companies, uh, Apple, Twitter, if you heard of Twitter, uh, Microsoft, and here's a great one that's listed, Palm. You remember Palm? Palm? Barely, yeah, but you got, you know. <laughs> I, I had one. I had a Did Palm. You? I had a Palm Pilot. A little too early, but you had old Palm Pilot. Yeah, yeah. And basically, it was a out, way to keep right? addresses in one place, yeah. and you had to sync it with your computer. It was a thing. But he, uh, Mike Abbott, is going to join GM as their chief software officer, um, playing a central role in developing their future software controls as GM ramps up its EV and autonomous driving efforts. Um, you know, this just shows their commitment to moving forward, being progressive in their development of software, customer experience. CM, CEO Mary Barra said, Mike's track record in fast-paced, high-growth environments, developing and executing strategies that generate scalable, repeatable, and commercially successful results <sighs> will be instrumental as we, we redefine the future of mobility. So, big swinging. That's a big swinging. There's a long sentence, and really kudos long. to GM, because, uh, you know, as we've talked about multiple times over, that automakers struggle creating software and technology uh, that an is user friendly. <laughs> That's an and so for someone that is that has been around companies like early companies like Palm and even and more recently Apple, they're going to be thinking about the UI. They're going to be thinking about the UX, the way that the software and the plumbing is built um, around the technology. So kudos to them for for making a hire outside of automotive from the tech sector. Uh, it will be interesting to see like you know, Abbott's bent for Apple, most likely, like there's, there's probably a personal bias there and whether or not that influences a redirection of decision-making moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know that I have any more comments on this. Like no comment, you make a hire, no but everybody knows that when you make a hire to totally change, like the trajectory you've been going in, it it's, it, it's tough. There's a little bit That's of a there's a little bit of culture shift. ingrained in big companies. Yep. Learn that big firsthand. Shift. That is kind of hard to push back against. But hey, like sometimes you just got to go against the grain. Speaking of going yep. against the grain, segue. Yeah. Another favorite. I like it today. It's like kind of like follow up. We have all these narratives going that we're able to keep yes. up with. Um, this one is about Toyota. When Toyota said they were getting more serious about their EV sales strategy, they weren't kidding. Earlier today, the company's CEO. Yeah, it was like I can't remember. It was May 10th. But in Japan, so it was like yesterday, Japan, and yeah, but right. today. Yes. So we'll call it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the company's new CEO Koji Sato announced a projected ten percent increase in operating profit and a five-fold increase 
in EV sales. They're targeting 202,000 units Not. worldwide. I just, it's only been a month. This aggressive electrification push follows, uh, you know, easing global chip shortages. And uh, so basically they said last month we have a new plan. We're going to start executing on that. And then this month we're like, Q4 results are in and we're actually uh, kind of way ahead. We're kind yeah. of way ahead. So this well, is a plan to lean into EVs more aggressively than originally. Uh, Kyo Toyota, the former CEO, was very bearish on EVs. And um, so basically what's happening now is they're saying, uh, Koji Sato is saying, like, the demand for EVs in China is a new demand. It's just starting. Yep. It wasn't didn't exist last year. It didn't even exist, you know, two years ago, 12 months ago. He's like, this is new. We're focusing on it. And we're actually separating the EV strategy from the hybrid vehicle strategy, which seems yeah. to me really smart. Well, and and he was very clear in the article and in his comments that this is primarily uh, put a push in Chinese markets, right? And we mm -hmm. talked about that actually earlier this week, maybe it was yesterday, that the Chinese markets are adopting EV and adopting technology a lot quicker than other markets. Uh, so I don't think we're gonna see the effects of this and impact of this a ton in the US, but it's clear, um, I said this a couple of weeks ago, it is clear to me that Toyota is is going to be able to e either they're going to pivot or they're just coming in swinging, even though it seems like they're later to the game and they've been planning this all along and they have all of the efficiency <laughs> set up and they know exactly what they're doing. And that's my just, bet. I'm going to bet on that horse. I'm betting yeah. on that horse. Absolutely. It's like I they Toyota just consistently does things in the timing that makes the most sense. And it, the, the timing that makes the most sense is when you can fourfold or fivefold um, your your output of a of a vehicle line within a 12 month period. No, you were planning that joker yeah. telling you right. now. <laughs> I, I, you know, Japanese um, companies definitely known for being very strategic right? Very measured, very patient. Yep. And to think that Akio Toyota is not still in every boardroom, still, yep. you know what I mean? Like they're all just working it and they're like, oh yeah, we kind of knew this might, yeah, we, I, I'm, I'm betting on Toyota every time, every time. Bet, betting on them for sure. All right. Am Spe I doing, oh. Speaking of betting on a brand. Ooh. Segway. This is, a good, this is a good one for them. You know, Delta has been getting all the press lately. Yeah, Delta's been getting all the press. American Airlines missed uh, missed in being in that top one through three there uh, on the top airlines list. Um, but I think that this might change because they are upping their game on keeping their staff comfortable and focused while traveling Big and training fans. with the opening of a beautiful new hotel in Dallas that's just for staff. That's it. It's a $250 million Skyview 6 hotel located at the airline's corporate uh, campus. Uh, and it was designed with input from employees and includes features based on what they prioritize for comfort and, and Paul community. Uh -huh. So here's a couple of the features that they've put in, um, in each room, there is a large cork strip uh, for displaying training materials. So they've got that in, in the action, in the actual room, because there's a lot of training done near this space. Um, also uh, magnetic blackout curtains for those, uh, for like, people that are obviously moving and they've got time zone issues and uh, or their flights are late or flights are uh, flights are uh, midday so that uh, they can they can black out their room and then uh, a light in the bathroom that turns on automatically when the employees walk in. So they've done these like little creature come. You think about Paul, 
these people are flying everywhere. They're staying in hotels everywhere. What they see city the am I in? What day what is cinema? it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, if I'm going to come there and I'm going to be in the central hub and we're going to be training, I'm going to be around a lot of other employees. We're going to make sure that the best of the best, the way to do hotel is there. I think the, 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 my favorite part of this whole thing is they put a minor, a micro lounge on each four so that they can get out of their rooms, socialize, hang out with other people that are either training and study with them, or they can just be a part and around kind of a familial place uh, because they are traveling so much. And this lends itself the opportunity to kind of build community around the staff experience, even though there's not like, a staff experience where everybody's going to an office every day. Yeah. Jeez. I like that too. And they say, you know, and they, they said like they did that. So a lot of these things are just from suggestions from current and former staff, like the cork, the cork strip you mentioned, right. Suggestions. Uh, the, right. they have a recliner in every room and that was actually came big from the pilots. The pilots like, can we get a recliner? Yeah. Right. So we can study and we can do this. The whole vibe of, getting people immersed in your brand and your culture and setting the stage to do that well is so yep. much more impactful than a lot of people, I think, realize. And, and deploying these elements of hospitality in the employee experience, I'm not, we're not even talking customer experience, the employee experience, because you're setting the mindset. We're saying, how do we want to treat our customers, right? And yes. so in dealerships every day, as you look around your facility and how you treat your team, you are absolutely setting the tone for how you want your team to treat each other, you how you want your team to treat your customers. And to think that shoving people in a crappy break room that hasn't been painted since 1982, Ooh. it has, I know, I know. And, and having a coffee machine that isn't coffee and having all that stuff, do you think that that might just transfer to the tone of BDC reps on the phone or to how people does. feel when they come in or their enthusiasm to come in. This American Airlines got it right. We're get, bringing people in. We're taking care of them so that they can take care of a customer. Hats off. Hats off. Kudos to American Airlines and we got some lessons to learn from them. Let's well, go. Speaking of American Airlines, no, you're probably not flying American on your way back no. from Chicago. No, oh, man, we got a lot of work to do. We'll be online. We'll be around. You have some things to do. You have some people serve. So go out there. It's only Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs>